360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the Day Life Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Billy's number one son, a.k.a. the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, And welcome to another podcast excursion. We've got a great podcast for you this week. Uh, I've got some great guests. Uh, but first things first, how's everybody doing out there? I hope all the listeners are doing well. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you greatly as always. Um, it's cold outside. It is cold. It is chilly. It is not playing out there. <laughs> you know, um, winter is here. I said that before and I'll say it again. It is here. What was that? That uh, what was that Game of Thrones uh, saying that the guy winter is coming. That's right. Winter is coming. No, it's here, buddy. It's already out there. The hawk is knocking on the door right now. I don't know if you can hear. Hello? Yeah, it's the hawk. Um, <laughs> it is out there. So, again, like I said before, we've got a great show for you. Uh, this week we have Matt Ward. Matt Ward is uh, an individual that has a, a, a tremendous amount of experience dealing with finance. I'm going to be breaking down a little bit of his pedigree uh, in the field of um, finances and business in a little while. But he's going to be on the show and he's going to be discussing um financial fitness and for everybody out there i know a lot of you probably tune in you're like hey man you know what what this is a fitness show well we are a 360 degree uh holistic fitness show that is the whole point of this podcast and in order to be fit we have to hit all of the areas of fitness it's not just a i've said this time and time again but for those that are new to the podcast we want you to understand it's not just about lifting weights it's not just about eating clean it's not just about what you're capable to of physically doing it's about what your spirit is doing it's about what your mind is doing it's about what your what your finances are doing because everything works in 100 excuse me in a 360 degree circle all of that all of that makes up your fitness your health your mentality your capability of functioning on this plane of manifestation so again we have scoured the globe and we have come up with some of the best people shout out to our guests our past and present guests uh we love you i'm just gonna say that i have been very fortunate uh shout out to you all you all have brought so much amazing energy to the podcast and I thank each and every one of you who has been here and each and every one of you who will come in the future. Um, Matt Ward, an excellent individual. This interview was just 100% amazing. I enjoyed it. He's uh, he's a straight shooter and he answered questions which I personally um I like the way he answered it, you know. So that's going to be a good uh, 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 interview. I hope you all enjoy it. And back by popular demand, the amazing Miss Brittany Noel. She is back. And that also means that the Dropping the Jewels section is back as well. Uh, we have, uh, for those that have tuned in, we haven't had the Dropping the Jewels section in about well, maybe about two uh, two episodes, three if you count that that one week that we uh, took a break and we were on location. But you know, it's back. We've got a host of individuals who are ready to drop some jewels 
on you and in your hand a uh, little little bit of information the reason that we didn't have the dropping the jewels section is for a couple reasons one the holidays make it very difficult um our guests are normally pre-booked months and months ahead uh we have individuals who email and uh reach out to us as well as we reach out to them so a lot of the guests that you're hearing on the show have actually been booked as 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 far back as four to five months ahead and um sometimes a little less sometimes it might be close to two or uh three but normally normally that average of three to four months uh in ahead because a lot of these individuals are professionals not one individual that has uh that is on this show is not a professional uh including yours truly so um we book and uh so that they can prepare and be uh uh and be recorded and we can have the interviews for certain uh times and dates so with the drop in the jewel section though it's a little bit different because of the fact that we are asking you the listeners questions we're we're countlessly uh trying to find individuals for that but it's a little bit more free-flowing so we're trying to always find individuals who are uh interested in doing that it's a shorter uh, uh um interview time so uh it makes it give us a little bit freer form but for major issues for a lot of big bigger interviews that we're trying to book a lot of um big topics that we find individuals are interested in we typically those are booked three months in advance so um we've got some great guests that are going to be coming up in the future uh, I can't wait and uh, for you to hear, but I can't tell you because that's just the nature of how it is. Um, <laughs> but for the dropping the jewel section, that's typically why at times it's a little bit more difficult. And during the holidays, individuals are in the process of uh, working, especially if they're professionals, they're working very hard. They've already got uh, their clientele uh, booked in advance. And also they're booking vacations. They're trying to be with their family. So it's a little harder at times to do it. So that's why we did not have the dropping the jewels uh, portion for the last couple of weeks, as well as at times, I'm not going to lie. I like to make the podcast flow in a certain way. Um, sometimes I feel that there's no need for a drop in the jewels section at that time. You know, this is my podcast, our podcast. So I try to make it flow in a certain direction. And sometimes the flow is just as it is. You know, I'll have uh, a wonderful guest on and then they'll drop tons of information. I'm like, you know what? Next time. But this week we have the drop in the jewels section. So again, coming up, Matt Ward, uh, Brittany Noel. Uh, and it's going to be a great, great podcast. It's going to be an excellent podcast. So I hope everybody's doing well. Hope I, everybody's feeling good. Um, before we get into that, though, I do want to talk a little bit about something. I've probably talked about this before, but um, I, I, I want to share something. Typically, for everybody out there, um, I always talk about hope. I feel that hope is something that needs to be discussed and needs to be perpetuated so much. It is at times very hard to find inspiration in the world. 
with all the talk that we've had in recent from some of our guests, uh, shout out to Richard Kaufman, shout out to Nick Slot Damius, um, and many other guests. Suicide, the suicide rate is very high. Um, and I was talking to some friends of mine about this, and the truth of it is, is that we were looking at the news and we're looking at different things and it is so hard to find hope it is so hard to find hope and it doesn't make a difference what your religious belief is if you have one or not if you're quote unquote spiritual or not if you're an atheist or not sometimes it's just hard to have hope because it is so stressful out there um i always hope that this show is a is a source of hope for some people it's a short a, a source of encouragement and um, inspiration. That's an, one reason why I wanted the show to manifest, and that's uh it's it's taken on many manifestations in its earliest infancy. It was not fully, um, uh, how do I say formed? You know, it's a little bit. Um, I knew where I wanted to take it, but it just wasn't there yet, and it's starting to mature. Um, but I, I just want to say that for anybody out there that is losing hope, please, please try to hold on. It's tough. I never said, or, and I, and I'm not saying I'm the, the guru on this, but I've, it, no one ever said that it's not easy. It is definitely hard out there. Everybody is going through something. Maybe not everybody. I'll say most of us are going through something. I don't like to generalize. It could be physical, it could be mental, it could be spiritual, it could be anything. Anything. All I ask is that you try to hold on. And I know some of you out there who are going through something, you're saying, but it's so hard, son, it's so hard. I know it's hard. I would invite you to try your best to reach out to those that you can and talk to them. I would invite you to reach out and look for forms of inspiration. Again, I hope this this forum, this uh, podcast is a source of inspiration and encouragement. And I would invite you to just try to hang on. It's not easy. By no means is it easy. And I'm saying this because I've, I've been through personal experiences and challenges. It's not easy. But there's got to be something better. There's just got to be. And that's what I truly believe, um, that there's something better. And we just have to continue to work. We have to continue to try to hold on as tightly as we can. With that being said, I do want to share a source of encouragement something that took place with me I very rarely talk about things that take place with me I'm just not good at it I've always been accused of that uh girlfriends used to tell me it's like you just don't share you don't share I'm just not comfortable with sharing but I'm gonna share this I had an experience um I for the first time I was able to hit a PR in the bench press that I was very 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 proud of extremely proud of uh I've worked for a long time, 
uh, on my physique and I've worked on a long time dealing with certain things uh, athletically. And I'm going to tell you that um, I've had many different journeys. When I first started out, I was primarily doing a training like bodybuilder that just didn't fit my lifestyle. It didn't fit who I was. It didn't fit me. Uh, I got very I got large for my size, but I did not have the athleticism that I needed to continue uh, the way I wanted to live life Um, for many different reasons. Uh, Some people that's great. Hey, you know, but it just didn't fit what I wanted. So I started training in uh, different strength uh, uh, and conditioning. And then I started learning. And a lot of you out there know I, I, I went to school and I got my certifications and things like that. I recently got my master certification from ISSA. I have an elite certification. Um, I'm very proud of that. I did work very hard for that, and I was very proud. And um, I was training and training, and I always ask people questions. I always ask people questions, and I found out some people would can give you answers, and some people give you what they want you to hear. And I'm going to use this, I'm ho- or rather I should say, I'm hoping you take this story and can apply it to something in your life. So for me, I always wanted to hit certain plateaus. Uh, not plateaus, excuse me, that's the improper word. I always wanted to hit certain marks. I have a goal in mind. And I want to hit those marks. I have always believed and I was always taught that you have the unlimited capacity for progress. That's something I was taught as a child. So uh, when individuals used to tell me all the time, they're like, oh, that's impossible. Or you have to be a genius or you have to be an elite athlete or you have to do this or it's your DNA. I always disbelieved that because that's not what I was taught. And then I met some really, really, really powerful, inspiring people. I've been fortunate enough to sit down and uh, and have conversations with via phone or via person with certain individuals. I was fortunate enough to talk with Richard Hawthorne and have him train me in certain ways. I was fortunate enough to talk with other elite athletes and talk to them. But prior to this, I talked with individuals and I would always ask them, how did you get there? How did you do this? Some were very truthful. Some said, listen, you just got to take the time, be consistent, do this. Some individuals did not want me to achieve. They did not want me to get there for whatever reason, jealousy or what have you. Some people just don't want you to surpass them. That's the plain, stark, naked truth. Some people don't want you to surpass them. They want to be number one. And I always was trying to figure out why, you know, even certain people that I was close to as friends, you know, they tell me, oh, you got to do this, you know, but you just might not be genetically for this and that. I, those words, things like that, I'm, I, my ears are always very keen to things that people say from experiences growing up. Um, outside of my family and the very close friends that I have, I always had people tell me things. I was ugly. I was stupid. I was, uh, I, I, I was incapable, even had certain mentors try to tell me that I didn't have what it takes for a lot of things, you know, and I'm, I'm sharing a lot because typically I don't share like this, but I feel the need to share. So 
I continued with the encouragement of my family and my own tenacity. And I worked very hard. And I continue to work very hard. And it's funny because even in college, all of my professors always told me, you know, one thing about son is, you know, whether he gets it automatically or not, he works very hard. That's one thing I always felt that I could do better than anybody. I don't care who you were. You're not going to outwork me. My work rate. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been through. You're not going to outwork me. And that's how I've always been. So um, I remember I was uh, in the gym one day and I was trying to figure out how to do a specific lift. And the individual told me, you know, like, oh, man, you just got to keep pushing this way and do this. And a couple of times I was doing a, a, a deadlift. One time I did a deadlift, did it incorrectly. I hurt myself. It took me a very long time to heal. Other times I did bench. Uh, it took me a long time to heal, you know. And I started figuring out, I'm like, it's got to be a science to this. That's always my, that's always my mantra. There's a science to everything. Figure out the science. You'll figure out how it's done. And I, it, it it spun me on a journey. And the journey was that to find people that knew the science. And what I honestly found out, even talking to certain people who were very strong, some of them can do, but some of them can't teach. So I continue and continue and continue to try to find those who knew, who knew the science. The funny thing about it is that while going through these experiences, this is where, again, I started to study more, study, study, study. And then it was like, you know what? You need to become a trainer because you're headed in that direction. And it was actually my father that brought it up. He said, are you going to become a trainer? But I kind of just I kind of just kind of ran away like, nah, no, nah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just training. I'm just training. I just like to train. I had already decided, but I didn't want to talk about it because that's just how I am. I never like to talk about the things I'm doing. I'm learning to do it because I find that when you don't talk about the things you're doing, People don't know what you're doing. Not everybody needs to know, but there's a time and a place for everything. And I always was taught that if you just work your ass off, people will recognize. It's not like that necessarily in today's world. You know, sometimes you have to talk about yourself. Just like sometimes you have to, as the young people say, you know, sometimes you have to stun on them, show your swag. So anyway, in my journey, I was constantly, constantly, constantly studying, reading, you know, no different than now, you know, and then I would run into some people that would actually tell me, oh, you really want to know the science of how something is done. You really want to know how to really get strong or how to really do this. And I'm very blessed that I met these people and they've they've allowed me to to continue to enter into their presence and take up their time and their energy. And they're very humble people. And I recently was able to hit a plateau. Uh, I keep saying plateau. That's not what it is. A plateau is not what it is. I was actually able to break my own bench press record, um, which for me is 305 pounds right now. I'm, I've currently hit 305 pounds in a bench press. I normally don't share that. And I'm not going to talk about it often because that's just how I am. I believe once you do something, screw it. Don't talk about it anymore, you know, but I wanted to share that with people because there are many of you out there that are trying to accomplish something. 
And it seems like you just can't make any headway. For me, it was years before I could make headway. Years. You know, and people would tell me things. And it it was always a thing, oh, you got to get stronger. It wasn't until I met those people that could tell me, it's not necessarily you don't have the strength. You don't have the technique. You don't have the mindset. It's not that you don't have the mindset. You don't know what the mindset necessarily is. It was those people that had mastered that side of themselves that actually were able to help me break that that plateau. And I thank you so much for that. Because you find out that, you know, in the hoopla and the loud noises of everybody saying that they're this or showing what it is that they are, it's the few people that can actually teach. The few people that can actually help you become stronger and understand your journey. And those people, I deeply appreciate you. And for all those out there who are trying to move on to the next level, who are trying to accomplish something, I say find those people that truly know the science. And you'll know it. You will know it. You will know it because it's going to ring true with every fiber of your being. When it's the truth. It's not going to shake you. It's not going to feel like you can't fit. It's going to fit like a fine glove. Find those people. Talk to those people. They're the ones that know. Sometimes they're the quietest. Sometimes they're the most animated. or They, they always have a, a unique personality. Find that person that can give you that information. That can drop that jewel to you. No matter what it is, again, the point of this podcast is 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health. Knowledge. Knowledge. Find those people that can really give you that knowledge. All right, enough of that. We're getting ready to go into our guest interview with Matt Ward. Um, I'm going to break down a little bit about him soon uh uh some of his the things that he has accomplished uh he is a podcaster uh he is a um um oh man this the man is an, an amazing individual um we're gonna break that down soon after these messages please stay tuned you're with the daylight fit podcast sit down take a seat take a load off rest up you're home you're now tuned into the daylight fit podcast Delafit Podcast is now available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just tuning in, it's the Delafit Podcast, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health in one podcast. Next up is our interview with Mr. Matt Ward. Uh, we're going to be discussing in this interview financial fitness and let me tell you, in this interview, I was very, very um, interested and I, and I enjoyed myself immensely in everything that Matt said um, and his views on financial fitness. I've said this plenty of times that when it, uh, for individuals who might be tuning in and people that are listening, then they're wondering why we're adding finance to fitness. And I'll tell them simply, it's again, because that that line of 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health doesn't it's not just there because it sounds good it's not just a hot tagline it's the truth um fitness 
and I've said this time and time again, it's not just lifting weights. It's not just, you know, eating healthy. It's, you know, it's what you do for your spirit. It's what you do for your mind. It's what you do for your finances. Finances are very important. Um, in this world that we live in, in this Western world, this capitalist society, you need money to survive. You need money to pay your bills. Um, so, you know, that's just why it's so important to understand finance and fitness or I should say finance and how uh, to make your finances as fit as, fit as possible. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, I was very glad that Matt uh, agreed to be a part of the podcast. Uh, um, I'm going to allow or he's going to discuss a little bit more about himself in the podcast, but I'm going to try to read his bio to all of you out there and break down a little bit of his pedigree so that you can know his, ex- his business experience. Matt is an angel investor, serial entrepreneur, startup advisor, speaker, consultant, futurist, growth hacker, hustler, and author focused on helping startups change the world. Um, he has built and sold three uh, e-commerce companies, two focused on Amazon, and he has uh, knowledge within and experience within the marketplace and network effects. He has four podcasts. Three achieving top five statuses in their categories, crowdfunding, Amazon, e-commerce, angel investing, and now he runs a podcast known as The Syndicate, where he interviews top angels and VCs like Jeff Clavier, Gil Pinchina, Esther Dyson, Tim O'Reilly, and many more to share the stories and strategies of the best in the business. He also runs another uh, podcast entitled Fringe FM, where he interviews and discusses exponential technologies and the future of all of us with world leaders in fields of AI, genetics, space, quantum computing, human longevity, blockchain, and more. So it gives you a little bit of uh, information about him and where he comes from as far as his business. I hope I didn't butcher his bio too much, but here we are. We're going to play the uh, interview right now. I hope you all enjoy it. Mr. Matt Ward, are you there? Mr. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing pretty awesome. Got my coffee and ready to rock. All right. Now, that, now see, that, that's how you do it. You got to get the, get the Java in. Got to get the Java. For some of some of us Java drinkers out there. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, it's, a great, it's a great hack. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, what we're going to do, first of all, what would you like? Would you like me to call you Matt? Would you want me to call you Matt? Oh, yeah, Matt. No, no, sir. No, mister. None of that. I'm Matt. All right. Awesome. All right. So, Matt, let's talk about this because um, myself, my background is in physical training, all right? Exercise, movement, and all that. And, again, as I just uh, started, I feel that just like when people go to the gym and uh, as a trainer, we, we – <laughs> I often see this. I see guys who want to work their upper body, all right, and and not work their legs. Or I see uh, women who want to work just their legs and not their upper body. I feel nobody wants to really touch on finance. What what it really is and how it's um, really uh, very important to our lives. So just bef- just I know you're definitely going to give a background on yourself, but do you think you can help us? to get a better knowledge of this for our listeners out there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm game. I think I think there's a couple of different buckets so to speak of life and if you don't have decent balance between those buckets, 
and ultimately it's like a car where one of the tires is a little bit off. You just kind of like, you can't really get going. But there's health. I would split health into mainly. Like physique, I would say, is certainly one thing. But then deeper health stuff, which I think we'll talk a little bit further about, inflammation, long-term health, uh, chronic disease. Right. There, there's finance, so, I mean, uh, money ain't everything. Not having it is. It's a, it's a great rap quote. And right, I think right. it certainly applies to life. There's your family, your relationships. If you don't really have that, then you're kind of a hermit, and we're designed to live with others. And then there's there's a, there's a fourth dimension. Some people call it spirituality. You can really call it whatever you want, but it's some form of self-development, self-attainment, reaching to become more than you were. And I think if you balance those four, then generally speaking, you're kind of awesome. I couldn't agree with you more. So let's start. Let's let's talk to everybody about your background, yourself. How did your journey begin? Very circuitously. I think I'm saying that right. So my background is mechanical engineering. Okay. Found out that there's no way I was working for somebody. Got into got into um, essentially building businesses, startups. Had that pipe dream of launching the next Facebook. Obviously, that didn't happen. And I got into e-commerce. I started. Uh, Started a couple of dropshipping sites, essentially selling other people's products, and learned quite a bit while while making quite a few mistakes and failing along the way. Okay. Throughout this process, podcasts were huge for me. They always have been. I think they're some of the best ways to learn, especially listening at an accelerated rate. I probably do like a three x speed because you can cover more podcasts that way. And I discovered I discovered essentially traveling the world, building the business, the, the solo entrepreneurship, digital nomad type movement. So I moved out to I moved out to Thailand. I had a podcast on crowdfunding that I built to be the top crowdfunding podcast, only to find out if you're helping people raise money, they don't have shit to pay you with. So there was no business model anywhere in there. So I had to learn a little bit. I started instead focusing on products. I knew how to do that a bit. So let's see what I can do. I moved to China. I started working with some factories over there and started a e-commerce brand, essentially white labeling, manufacturing products, and then putting my own brands on them and importing them into the U.S. and Europe. I knew people that were doing that well and figured if these guys can do it, I probably can as well. It wasn't a, it wasn't a passion project by any means. It was very much a let's make some money so that I have the time and energy to focus on shit that actually matters. I started a podcast about that because everyone that was kind of talking about the e-commerce and the Amazon space was more or less saying, yada, 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 now buy my course. And I, I didn't want to go that way. I thought it was I thought it was a bit rough, especially for people who wanted to get into it. So I just shared my strategies and tactics. And the podcast took off because it, it was open and transparent. I was stupidly sharing all the great strategies. Right. Ultimately, I ended up selling that uh, selling that outdoors business. The podcast was great because it allowed me to earn money, earn more than enough money to live while traveling the world, building the business. And I could put 100% of the e-commerce money back into e-commerce. And it was, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really transformational for me. So a big part of the reason I moved out there in the first place, so I could live for a thousand bucks a month. I was a poor broke college kid that had a, a pipe dream, a, a podcast that wasn't making money, and no idea what the hell to do. And when it's a thousand bucks a month, your runway is dramatically extended, and you can have a pretty awesome life. So that was kind of the that was kind of the first part of my journey. And then after that, I wanted to focus more on things that really mattered to me and to the world. Well, first off, let me say, uh, as you're saying that, I can identify totally because. Uh, from personal experience of one, I have an older brother. He also uh, lived in Thailand and Southeast Asia and China. (laughs) 
and he does a, a, a wealth of traveling. He's he's now a chef, but a lot of the things you just uh, shared with us, uh, he as well always shared with me. You know, so I I, I feel uh, more connected to you right now, hearing the things that you're saying because I I remember hearing my older brother say that all the time just about you know he's like you know getting out of college and working and doing all the things and then when he he as well um he uh moved out to thailand and he's just had a wealth of experiences and so he's back right now but um i i i find what you're saying to be very close to home so uh yeah you're young i, I was young single stupid had the opportunity to basically everything that was perfect aligned you only get to take the chances when you decide to take the chances. You always can do something if you just do it. That's true. That's very true. So I have a question, and um, maybe you can help me answer this. This is something I was personally thinking of. What is finance? I mean, we hear it all the time. Some of us pay attention to it. Some of us don't. Um, I, I, I'm an avid reader, so I'm always reading, trying to find out more and uh, learn more whether it's with my own physical body or whether it's with anything. Um, so in doing some research, it kind of got to me that finance and money, while they are the same, they're a little different. So could you kind of – I know it's a, a, a probably a, a very open-ended or very broad topic, but could you give us a small definition or a small kind of ex explanation of what that is? I would say finance is just how you think about money. So money is the means to the end. Finance would be the bigger story around that. So money would be what you put on your plate. Finance would be uh, the health benefits you got from that and how you that affected you long term. That would be the simplest metaphor that I could think about it as. Okay. And just when thinking about money, my my moral of the story is pretty much always live below your means. Because the big problem you see, especially in America, it's such a heavy credit economy, credit system. People are built into this. I have to have more. Oh, I got a new job. I got a new raise. I should get a new car. I should get a new house. Right. We're also in the I should get a new wife type of world as well. But that's a, that's a whole other story. But when people do that, they optimize for their peak performance. And if you have to be the best day in and day out, regardless of what happens, if you're at your max, this is something I'm not good about in terms of being productive and not overdoing it. But if you have to be at that max day in and day out and something happens, the economy dips a little bit or you break your leg or whatever, suddenly you're below that threshold. You no longer can afford your house payments. You no longer can afford the car because you were buying at your means as opposed to below your means. So I'm someone, I'm pretty basic. I'm pretty simple. I wear the same couple of shirts every day the same shorts pretty much every day part of that is a fashion thing i'm pretty bland and boring i just like comfortable athletic stuff and part of it's also i i just don't really buy things i'll buy experiences because an experience is something you keep forever so the thing a thing is something that you use and then lose now when you say buy an experience um and this is for some of my younger individuals out there who might be teen any teenagers or you know individuals who just might not be able to um, disseminate between the difference of buying a thing <clears throat> and buying an experience. Um, give an example, because I, I think I can understand, like, you living in, in Asia. That would be an experience, all right? But give something else that might be a little bit more tangible to somebody who can't, who necessarily can't do that. 
if you can hold it, it's a thing. If you feel it, it's an experience. And no, your iPhone's not an experience. So <laughs> I, I do not wait too much these days. People aspire for getting the next phone and all this bullshit. People used to want to go to the stars, and now we, now kids want the next iPhone. Um, experiences are the things you cross off your bucket list. They're traveling the world, seeing a shark, getting married, playing ping ball, skydiving, scuba diving, learning Chinese. These are experiences. These are things that the things that create memories. Right. That, that's I guess that's the best way I can look at it because we all we all only let's let's face it, guys. We all only get one ride on this game, and at the end of the game, regardless of how much stuff you have, unless you want to cover yourself with a bunch of shit, then it's really not that meaningful. The one thing you do get to keep, though, you get to keep that almost almost those silly little calendars that we buy of the different pictures. You have those of memories. At least that's. That's the way it's been. That's the way I understand the world. That's the way I think about the world. And I think not only that. Generally speaking, the experiences change who you are. And if it's a good experience, they change it for the better. I'm not saying a good experience like you go to the gym and it's hard. Oh God, that was a shitty experience. No, it's a good experience. Or I've had experiences where some of the best trips or some of the best little day trips I've done. We were biking around in uh, in northern Germany. I was doing an internship over there with Airbus, and we were at this island. And on the island, we got to the, the far end. It's this long, skinny peninsula-type island. And once we got to the very end, we were biking. started pouring rain. This is as far in Germany as it goes. It's freaking freezing. It's cold out. It's dark out. And I, being the idiot that I am, wore freaking shorts. So we're hauling ass on these bikes to get back, pouring rain, getting completely soaked, completely miserable trying to survive and we make it back and you know what afterwards that's the incredible i don't know if you swear on this program but that's the incredible freaking experience that you have that you remember that's like shit that was awesome right right and that's what i'm talking about well answer to your question yes we do allow profanities loss is not gratuitous and um you also segue into something else It's, it's it's interesting i got the chance to do a training on exercise and and i'm gonna tell you and i'm gonna share this with everybody out there um i have an issue with words with certain words exercise working out training um i feel many people have had trauma and stigmas with these words so the fact that you were talking about the experience and the fact of um going to the gym and it being hard and that's a bad experience i have tried to change the wording used I, I i always say movement because we all most of us we move the majority of human beings we move so how would you do that with um with money with finance so that one can start to become financially fit because i feel that it's a stigma you know we're really caught into this thing just like you were talking about earlier the fact of collecting things instead of experiences how do we begin to change things like that you know what's something like finance well i think the term finance itself is a loaded gun for especially especially younger generations millennial gen z gen x gen whatever these letters are um (laughs) i'm I'm somewhere in one of those i just don't know which one i think changing finance to lifestyle that alone would be an interesting way of thinking about things in terms of not 
money coming in versus money coming out. But essentially, you kind of have to think about it a bit like that. So income coming in versus experiences and money money going out. How do you want to optimize that? Do you want to do the 40, 60, 80, 100-hour weeks? Do you want to do 20-hour weeks and just live on a much simpler means? I think that's an individual question that's happening more and more, especially with especially with services like Uber and Airbnb, allowing people to be more flexible in how and where they work. Services like Upwork, Odesk, things, uh, things of that nature. We have more flexibility now than we ever have. It's challenging because in the U.S. you don't have healthcare. It's kind of a bullshit system, but that's a that's a whole nother story. But in terms of in terms of terms or things or ways people can think about it, I think career is a terrible term because while this was applicable 20, 30 years ago, it's no longer the case. You'll probably have five to possibly ten careers over the course of your lifetime, and that's just different things changing. I've been an e-commerce guy. I've been a crowdfunding guy. I've been an investor. I've been a writer, I've been a podcaster, and I am so I am certainly not very old. And I think that while most people aren't as extreme in ADD as I am, we are living in a world where you have to continuously learn because things are happening so much faster than they were. There's no more four years of college and then you're done, or 12 years of, of regular schooling and then you're good for a job. Right. No, you're going to – I would kind of get rid of the entire college experience and then have you be learning continuously a bit because if you're not learning – you're dying. That's very true. The fact that you said that, it makes me think, because I feel like, all right, just like you said about the, the careers, I started out as uh, in graphic design, all right? Really had a knack for it, but it wasn't my love, all right? I've always been physically active. But I, I changed so many times and, and things like that, but one thing I noticed is that I feel with especially a lot of my friends and people I know, that bubble of quote unquote I'm I'm throwing up air signs as though people uh air quotes as though people can see me. But that bubble of just what you spoke of, four years, you got a good job, you know, eight years you got a good job. I've got friends right now who've got their masters and going into their doctors and they're still not getting the type of lifestyle that they want to live. They're they're studying, but it's just not there. You know, it's 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 like um, an endless bike ride, <laughs> to sort of say. You know. Yeah, absolutely. There's your your bike. It's an endless bike ride on a treadmill. Exactly. Exactly. You know. So, um, what do we need to understand using what you're saying about if if we change the narrative? Let's change the narrative about our lifestyles. What's the first thing um, we should understand? What what's a common myth? which I feel you've already spoke about, um, which is collecting a lot of things. But what, what would be another common myth dealing with lifestyle? I think that one you brought up just there is actually quite good. Um, so people are headed towards something. Right. They're headed towards an end goal. There is no end goal. And I'm not good about this. No one is good about this. But it's something we always have to think about. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Right. Whether that is becoming successful, whether that is traveling the world. Is it really great to get to the end point and be like, yes, I made it? Or best best example of all, do you really want to win the race of life? I will certainly not race you there and be perfectly happy if you beat me to it. And I think that a lot of things a lot of things come out like that. So that's kind of one of the myths is that there's a there's a moment when you make it. And I think that people that would we would consider have made it, none of them would say there was a moment. They might say there was a moment when they realized it 
but that it was just a gradual progression. I think it's the same thing with education. I think it's the same thing with work. I think it's the same thing with happiness. You don't go from putting in all of this effort and working so hard to make things perfect and then suddenly being happy forever. The nature of happiness is kind of like riding a Okay, here's a great example. Um, so when they when they were first trying to have a manned uh, manned flight, the Wright brothers, mm-hmm. they were the underdogs. There were a bunch of other more heavily funded companies that were looking at how do we create uh, how do we create airplanes, and they were replicating essentially the the concept of a boat, something that something that floats there and you reach that stability point, and because of how it's designed, it's, it's very easy to control. And what the Wright brothers realized, they weren't airplane guys. They were bike guys, and they rode bikes. And they realized when you're riding a bike, you kind of have to lean a little bit back and forth because otherwise you're going to fall on your face. Right. And it's the same thing with airplanes. The concept of an airplane, it's not dynamically stable. It's essentially you have to continuously keep correcting to stay on course. Okay. And that's something that I like to think about for my life, not continuously. I think you have to be able to – decide on something and then move towards it, but have time horizons where you reevaluate. Is this really what I want? Is that $10 million in the bank really what I want? Is this person really what I want? Is this job really what I want? Is traveling really what I want? Because a lot of times we find out, I got to have that. I got to have it. I got to have that bigger house. I got to have that white picket fence, the nice job, the trophy wife, the red sports car. And then you realize when you're there, damn it, this sucks. And it's a a personal thing. And if you're not evaluated along the way, you never figure that out. You never change or worse yet. You kind of realize it but aren't willing to accept it. It's like lawyers that you see at the very end of their career switch to, I don't know, something completely different because they hated law the entire time. You know what? Uh, (laughs) I I pause for a minute only because of the fact you you take me through so many experiences uh, for what you – were saying, and I was thinking about a lot of my friends who reached age thirty, and they they had that rush. I always like to to call it the um, the fear rush. You know, you turn in thirty years old, and you're like, oh, I'll never be this, or I didn't do this, and um, I laugh, I laugh at myself because I remember <laughs> when I was turning thirty at the time, an ex girlfriend I had, she said, to, I sit there and we were, we were laying in bed. And I woke up and I said, you know, I'll never play professional basketball. And she turned and looked at me and was like, did you ever want to? And I was I was kind of like, I said, no, it's just that moment in, in, you know, of irrational, you know, that irrational thinking. I feel like what you're touching on is the fact that we are constantly being uh, bombarded with irrational thinking, you know, of like you're saying, get that trophy. Comparison. Yeah, 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 yeah comparison. You know, it's it, it's it's a constant insatiable need, you know, a constant insatiable need for more when it's not really like that. It's, it's, it's totally unbalanced. Um, would you say there is an age limit to where we can begin the lifestyle journey or change of for better health wise? No, I think if you look at health specifically, then the earlier the better. And health, if you look at how it builds up, it is a bit like a it's a bit like an exponential. So for for people that are getting sick now, they're coming down with Alzheimer's, dementia, 
neurodegenerative diseases, they have chronic inflammation, arthritis. We're learning more and more that these are caused by, these are caused essentially by um, inflammation in the gut and the expression of epigenetics, i.e. the triggers that control different genetic traits and variables. We're finding that people are eating things that are causing inflammation that are causing problems in the long term. And I think that solving a lot of these problems is going to be a big part of how we start to make people healthier. But it's not solving these problems on a personal, uh, not solving them on a, a global basis. It has to be more on an individualized basis because what works very well for some does not work for others. That's why there's so much debate in the health and biohacking and fitness communities on what is the ideal ideal diet. I know a lot of bodybuilders. I know I used to eat like this for a very long time as well. It, I mean, first there was like the six meals a day thing, and then right. I would do a lot of chicken. I would do a lot of sweet potatoes, lots of carbs, lots of protein. It turns out that's actually pretty shitty for long-term health yes. if you're having too much protein, especially though if you're if you're eating essentially not optimized for for your lifestyle or for your for your gen, your genetics, let's say. Right. Right. So. I, keto is pretty popular. I've done keto for a bit, and I find it incredibly beneficial in terms of I didn't do it to lose weight. I did it for the focus benefits. I wanted to see what it was like to be in ketosis and have my brain at the next level. And I can honestly say that, holy shit, that was awesome, and I will be definitely doing that again. But for some people, it's not great because they have certain genes. I can't remember. I think it's APOA2 or something, mm-hmm. where if they eat that and they have high levels of saturated fat, their body's not able to process it correctly. So right. they end up gaining weight, feeling sluggish, and having problems. And there's different things affecting individuals in terms of their uh, their carb sensitivity, not just carb, but certain types of um, essentially, essentially, it's very, very individualized. I actually just recently did a test from a company called Nutrition Genome, and they basically analyze all that stuff for you. It's really interesting finding out some of the results of this. So I think that I think that that's very much the future, especially as these tests come down. Initially, it was a billion dollars to sequence the first human genome, and it took 13 years-ish and a massive team of international scientists. Mm-hmm. These days, it's about $1,000, and it's coming down faster than Moore's Law, significantly faster. That's very true. Um, I do like the fact that you also point out it's very individualized. Um, I myself am vegan. Um, I started vegan about three years ago. Um, I used to do uh, as well as the uh, bodybuilding routines and things like that. I, I, I'll say this. I went from being very athletic. I was always a, a small individual, uh, small in stature, and I was very athletic, but I went up to about 175 body – I like to call it bodybuilder weight. No, nothing against bodybuilding. It's a it's an awesome um, art form <clears throat> and science if, if that's what you're into, but it wasn't something that was conducive to my frame, um, and then I was able to learn a lot of being vegan transfer that into more strength uh and conditioning which it, it helps me tremendous in amount so i can also concur what you're saying about the fact of <clears throat> it's very individualized what it is that we're doing and it goes back to as you said before lifestyle lifestyle is very unique and i you know what is based on what you're saying it makes me think of something which is I know this is is kind of corny and cheesy, but it makes me always think about how my parents, you know, they gave us, some of us, those, that speech of when you, you talk to that that first love or whoever is like, be yourself. And you kind of look at them like, yeah, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? But now it has greater meaning, you know, in a, in a much broader sense. It has a much greater meaning of being yourself, knowing yourself, 
knowing what your life is, what you want it to be, and knowing how to make it the best that it can be. Matt, how can individuals contact you and ask questions or uh, tune into your podcast? Where can they find you? I have two different podcasts. The the one I'm most passionate about and the one that most is relevant to these topics would be the disruptors. That's over at disruptors.fm. And you can envision this like a long-form TED. I get TED-caliber folks, top AI leaders, quantum computing experts, scientists focused on space, human exploration. We go into biotech, into longevity. I talk about why I think I'll live to be 153 and some other ridiculously sounding things that actually aren't ridiculous. We have the science that's happening and we'll be here. And that's at disruptors.fm. If you guys are interested in, this may not be as relevant, but if you go to disruptors.fm slash free, you can pick up a free, uh, essentially I wrote a book on Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple and where they're headed, not just in terms of the health space, although Apple and Amazon are certainly making plays there, but in terms of overall. So if that's interesting for you guys, disruptors.fm slash free. The podcast on investing and the angel and venture capital side of things is at the syndicate.vc. And then you can find me on Twitter at Matt Ward IL. Matt, I appreciate you so much for coming on to the show. I'm going to open up an extended invitation to you to come back and speak whenever you like. Um, I definitely would like you to come back. Um, I, I heard you speaking um, in this conversation transformed even further than what I hoped it would. I know you have uh, knowledge of fitness as well, and I would definitely like to talk more about that. And I also want to know why you think you're going to live to 150. That that That's interesting to me because if you can do it, that means you can teach me. So I definitely want to know about that as well. Um, but we thank you so much for coming on to the Daylight Fit Podcast and joining us, sharing your energy, sharing your experience, and your positive attitude. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's what matters. And I guess I put out a teaser. I should put out two other things as well. So there's two podcasts specifically you guys should check out on Disruptors. And that's if you search for Jeffrey Wu. He's the founder of a company called Human, and they're essentially optimizing human performance. He goes into the science of ketosis, ketone production, intermittent fasting, long-term fasting, and the health benefits. Right. And then there's one with Aubrey de Grey. He's had probably 5 million-ish views on his TED Talks on on uh, on TED. They're incredible. And he's the world-leading expert when it comes to extreme human longevity. The guy's 55. He looks like he's 30. He's got a beard the size of Gandalf, and he's incredibly interesting. So I'd recommend checking those both out at disruptors.fm. That sounds cool. That's uh, I know I definitely am. I'm, I'm experimenting with intermittent fasting right now, and um, I'm liking what I'm seeing. So far, I'm, I'm really liking it. What about yourself? Have you uh, attempted to try? Oh, I do. I, I do sixteen eight every day. Nice. So basically, I'll eat for I'll eat for eight hours a day, and I'm not I'm not regimented in terms of when I start eating. So okay. if one day I have to start at nine, and the next day I have to start at noon, it just means I start or end later. But nice. for me, that's been, it's been super super beneficial. The, when I when I did keto when I did um keto that was very interesting because I was able to very easily go without eating and I've done a I've done a couple a day and a half ish fasts okay which which are super beneficial for two reasons the first is the cheesy corny holy shit I made it through this I never thought I could have done that and right you're kind of you're kind of everyone's kind of laughing a little bit but when you do it you feel like a million bucks right but the second was the so there's a process called autophagy. It's essentially when your cells consume themselves. 
you think about this like the that, that's a that's a gross example. Basically, basically your body's eating up and destroying the more damaged older cells so that it can replenish itself with newer, healthier cells. This is one of the biggest drivers of long-term longevity is fasting in this process called autophagy. So it's something that is super helpful for me. And then just the focus of it. I was able to focus and have so much more time. I, you don't think about how much time you spend eating and eating, prepping eating. things until suddenly you don't do it for a day and a half. And it's like, wow, that was cool. So I would certainly recommend people do at least 16 and 8. If you're If you're a woman... Then I don't know if that sounds weird to say, but if you're a woman and you're trying to get pregnant, then make sure that you look into that a little bit more. It's not great for women's health. Generally, most of the tests that are done are on men. So something more like a 10 and a 14 or a 12 and a 12 are better. Right, right. And of course, <clears throat> of course, we always preface uh, for anything that we we discuss or we talk about to check with your physician just in case. You know, don't don't just go by what you hear. Always do some research um, and uh, look into it yourself. Talk to the individuals who have knowledge about this. Uh, Matt, I also, like I said, I, I do the um, specifically now. It's like I think it's close to what you're doing. I think you said the eight and sixteen. I, I, I might have I might have had it wrong, incorrect, but typically now I don't eat anything until about twelve, twelve thirty, maybe even close to three. Um, I like to train on an empty stomach. And then after that, I eat. So and it's been working awesome for me. I I've found that it's I feel more streamlined. If that's uh, makes a lot of sense, you know what I mean. It just I just feel razor, <laughs> razor sharp, you know. So Especially mentally, yes, definitely mentally. I have uh, more energy to spend and do things, you know. But one thing I've noticed is going into the gym. Uh, I, the the myth I I won't say myth. I'll say the most common thought pattern is that go in, you carb up, and you, you work out. And I'm like, I found that I don't cramp up nearly as much as I used to. I used to go in the gym, I'd work out, and then if I did any type of abdominal work or something like that, and this is just for me. I'm just saying this to everybody that's listening. This is just for me. I would cramp up. Now, I'm sure somebody out there will say, well, maybe it's because you were drinking while you were exercising or you were doing this. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of reasons. But for me, I found that my workouts are a lot smoother. They go without a hitch. Um, uh, my mind is, is more clearer. I feel more like a Porsche with a, a truck body. That makes a lot of sense. So. And good fuel efficiency, too. Very much so. Matt, we appreciate you being on the show. Again, you have an open invitation anytime you would like to. I would love to have you back on to talk about more health-related topics. I know we uh, touched on a lot of uh, quote-unquote financial, but I think that you did a great job on discussing this topic with our listeners. And again, for everybody, you can tune in to Matt and his shows. We will post them on the website uh, for everybody to listen to, which is www.daylifebit.com. Uh, podcast.com. I'm sorry, we just created the website. I'm still learning to remember it <laughs> quickly and say it. So we will have his information posted, links to his podcast as well. Matt, this was awesome. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me, man. This is fun. You're listening to the Della Fit Podcast. Big Della Fit Podcast. Shout out to Matt Ward again for sitting down with us and talking about finance and money and how we can become financially fit and what it is and what it's not and how we can 
perhaps look at it a little bit better. I actually got out of the whole interview the fact of really not looking at finance so much as the fact of uh, as money in the sense of, you know, spending and uh, saving or, you know, money coming in, money going out, which I mean, I do think of it that way. But it was, you know, thinking of it in a bigger sense of the fact of what's really worth spending money on. I think that's the biggest and most important thing when it comes to uh, finance, which here in the States, we're not really taught truly about finances. I mean, if you think about it, um, I know when I was coming out of school, uh, when I graduated and I went into college, you know, they have courses and things like that in school, but they don't really tell you or teach you about the things that's necessary to make yourself really financially fit and financially uh, successful. Um, they have classes, you know, business classes and things like that, but it goes a lot deeper than that. Uh, it goes so much deeper. Um, as Matt said, we are live in a very credit oriented society and listen i'm 38 and i'm learning new things every day about credit you know credit has changed greatly from what it used to be uh, and how it used to uh used to be i remember my father uh, sat me down and told me how to um get good credit which was he's like you know pay your bills ahead you know and make sure whatever it is that you spend you know that you're capable of covering don't live above your means which is similar to what Matt was talking about but so much has changed in how um, the credit industry deals with things you know it's almost like a little game that you have to uh, kind of learn in order to get good credit and our society runs heavily on credit as again as Matt said so these are things we really need to know to function in society to have financially fit success or financially fit physique um you know again i've i say this so many times on this show you know fitness is not just what we do in the gym you know uh it's what we do outside the gym it's what we do in our minds you know a, a lot of us out there are battling so much you know we're battling thoughts we're battling um feelings we're battling emotions we're battling so many things and then we're battling the things that's coming at us in the atmosphere so it's imperative that we learn how to keep ourselves physically mentally spiritually financially and anything else sexually excuse me fit so that we can continue to learn to grow um i'm gonna definitely try to have matt back here because i definitely want to talk to him about uh the prolonging life you know and which is really interesting they are really really uh, doing some serious studies about pro- prolonging life which i think is really interesting i'm definitely going to have him back on here with that uh, because honestly it's not just what we see people it's not just the physical it goes so much deeper you know and i'm learning that i've been blessed to uh have conversations with individuals and talk with people and you know really really um have some really good mentors and teachers who are really passionate and really invested in what it is that they do. So, um, again, big shout out to Matt Ward. Definitely going to have him back. Catch him on the Fringe podcast, uh, as well as uh, several others, which will be posted on the Dela Fit podcast website, which is www.delafitpodcast.com. Uh, email us at 
daylight13 at gmail.com. You know, uh, and we're going to have all those things up so that you can ask Matt questions, you know, tune into his podcast and really, really uh, get the chance to maybe, you know, go in depth and, and, and get some more questions answered. That was great. You know, really appreciate that. Now, we're going to we're going to take it's not really a, a, a deviation. We're not really deviating from anything because all of this deals with the same subject in one way or form or another. We're going to slide in to something smooth. We're going to start dealing with uh, some physicality, to say the least. I've got Brittany Noel, and we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about uh, in the Dropping the Jewels section. We got a question from uh, um, an individual on Instagram. Shout out to uh, Amber Tiana. I think I said that name. I'm I probably I jack up names all the time. People, y'all know this. I'm so sorry to anybody whose name I jack up. I can't stand when my name is jacked up. And you've heard those stories I've told plenty of times on this podcast about people jacking up my name. But we've got Amber Tiana, uh, and she asked a question uh, dealing with how to grow a specific body part, how to make it stronger. So that's going to be coming up in the dropping the jewel section which is next next up dropping the jewels you know who we are it's the daylight fit podcast and i am overjoyed to have one of my i can who i consider to be a friend not just a colleague back on the show it's the amazing it's the wonderful it's Brittany noel and together we are going to be doing the dropping the jewels Brittany, are you there i am here i'm ready it's been a long time ma'am it's been a long time to to no fault of her own people you know we 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 have to make it flow we have to make it um the podcast do what it do in a sense and uh I was telling everybody, Brittany, that, you know, based on how we work, that, you know, everybody is not necessarily in the same place and we're constantly scouring the globe for people to talk to and um, to, to have conversations and to ask questions. And also during the holiday season, it gets a little bit more difficult because since everybody's a professional, you know, we have people who, you know, are training clients or uh, doing consulting and, you know, at the same time, people have families so we you know sometimes the dropping the jewels section does not go always as we uh want it to go but we're back and we're so glad to have you back with us excited to be here i was about to say i heard that pause i was like you know what if she's not there i'm gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> be like oh no, come on. Get the whole out. be like oh. i'm like she did it on purpose didn't she like, no. so, I was like, you thought I was going to drop the jewel, but really, I just dropped the phone call. I know, you know what? <laughs> very true. Very true. Like, darn you. But we have an interesting, well, we have a, a question, and this question comes from an, a Miss Amber Tiana. Um, for everybody out there, um, um, Amber Tiana is a YouTuber, video creator, um, multimedia uh, 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 expert and uh, what do you call that? Um, 
basically she's a uh, an awesome content creator who is located out in your neck of the woods Brittany. she is in los angeles Hi. california and uh she, she sent in a question and the question was how do i get a bigger booty and i was like you know what let's talk to somebody who would know about that because i mean although i'm not going to say that you know i'm lacking in the lacking in the area myself i'm just saying they'll squat <laughs> uh, excuse me i'm flexing no. right now. i'm flexing it's actually <laughs> a good time but she asked that i literally just did a blog post on my blog about booties and building butt um, so I know there's a big trend, so I'll go off kind of what I was talking about in the blog, that a lot of women like to use booty bands to try to get a bigger butt. And booty bands are great, but they don't help you get a bigger butt. What they do is they, they help you activate, so they help you turn on the parts of your butt or your glutes that you're not typically using. And in doing that, it makes your multi-joint exercises more effective. So it makes your squats, your deadlifts, your lunges more effective and it makes it less likely that you might hurt yourself. So booty bands for activation are great. Uh, use them a lot in physical therapy, things like that. It also does help with getting stronger. But if you really want your butt to grow, you have to get it into a state of hypertrophy, which means basically we need to break down your muscle fibers and rebuild them. And the only way to break them down is to add extra weight. So really to get a bigger butt, you need to be doing something beyond just body weight. So you want to do squats with a little bit of weight, you want to do lifts, you want to do lunges, step up, you want to do all different kinds of motion, so like legs go together on your squat, like for our part in the sumo position, maybe doing single leg stuff. And all of these things are going to help you. And I know that the, the problem that we have a lot of the times is that either people feel uncomfortable doing these multi-joint exercises by themselves, so they don't know if they have the right form for squats and deadlifts, and they get scared, which is understandable. So in that case, I would recommend just doing a quick session with the trainer just to get those kind of basics out of the way. That way you feel comfortable doing it. Um, and another thing is people are afraid that they're going to get bulky, which you're not going to get bulky lifting heavyweights. We've talked about that before. And ultimately, if you're trying to get a bigger butt, I mean, bigger butt means a little bit of bulk in your booty. But it also means that your quads, yeah. It also means that your quads are going to have to get a little bit bigger to support that butt. You don't want to be that girl that's just butt and like twig legs. Typically, those girls have had surgery. That's not supposed to happen that way. Big butt means big bad. We call them. We call them GMO. We call those GMO yeah. uh, booty. <laughs> genetically <laughs> modified. <laughs> you all know six size eight size need the original, the organic so, yeah. boost. So, so you need to lift heavy, you need to lift heavy doing multi joint exercises that go to using your knees, your hips, and your ankles. And you gotta pay attention to your diet. So anytime you're trying to get that, you need to be eating it up. So um you know, we've all got our that urban myth, like eating a lot of cornbread with that cornbread Texas but yes. <laughs> Don't forget those sweet potatoes and mashed potatoes. <laughs> Those are going to help you gain weight because they're, they're seem to be, you know, more dense calories. But there's a way to do it a little cleaner. You just need to eat more. So eat more, you know, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, so that way your muscles can rebuild the way you want them to without don't, having don't excess count. calories. Don't don't count. Count. I just so want to say that. We'll give you a bigger butt and a bigger gut. We want a big it, butt, it, no gut. So 
you want butt, no gut, you got to be a little bit cleaner with adding in calories. And I think that's another mistake a lot of women do. They don't eat enough after their workout. And so they're not eating the gains in the butt because they don't have enough calories. And men too. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of men out there without any booties. Step it up, guys. Not me. Ladies like a man with a butt. I, I've got plenty of booty, ladies. Wink, wink. <laughs> Wink, wink. <laughs> I'll have to uh, to uh, talk your grandpa a little bit more and be like, "Does he have the butt? Let's see what's going on back there." You're not ready for it. You are not ready. <laughs> the full moon out there. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Somebody's oh, house, confident. That would have got awkward. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's confident. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, did that answer the question? Was that? too expensive i think i think actually i think that answers the question for everybody out there we have off the great the amazing the stunning Brittany noel as always coming and dropping the jewels with us we appreciate her immensely uh please check out her instagram as well as her website and sh- her new blog. So let's talk about the blog, Brittany. Yes. Let's, let's, for, 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 all right, so what's different than the website and the blog, or is the blog and the website mixed together? I, I mean... I, They're mixed together. So okay. I wanted to not confuse people. So you can get to my blog through my website. So this, the blog is called Strong and Fit, which if you follow me on Instagram, that's been my hashtag for years. And, you know, we did a big vote on what the blog should be named. So this, blog is called Strong and Fit. It's all about ways to be mentally strong, physically strong, and to feel fit to your best. So it's a lifestyle blog. So we'll talk a lot about workouts. We'll talk about nutrition. I did one on, you know, gift giving for the holidays. So it's very all-encompassing how to fit fitness into your everyday life. So the website is Well Fitness. And then if you do that, is it forward slash, backslash, whatever, you guys know what slash is, Strong and Fit, that will be the blog. Awesome, www.dailyfitpodcast.com website which is now available to all that's right ooh ah go and check mm-hmm. it out that's right it's got stunning pictures well, I'm going to have to add links to the podcast on my website so people can uh, see me when I'm on the Daily Fit yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. you know, you people, gotta, people. you know, show people who it is. You know, that's what's going on. You know, spread the wealth, share the love, each one teach one, and all that other good, awesome, amazing things. Each one teach one. Each one teach one. Of course. I mean, uh, did you say? Did you think I said one? Each one teach one. Um. I don't. I have breakfast at you guys, so this is a family show. I don't know. I was talking about food, sir. Okay. You know what? So, so wait. What about what? What about the gifts? What about the gifts? (laughs) What about these uh, gifts you're getting? What you doing for the holidays? Who you? What gifts are we getting? Um. So I, I'm actually a big gift giver. So he gives gifts to everyone in my family, and then I give gifts to my close friends and to my close clients. 
So I did a whole post on like things that you can get for the fitness lover in your life. So there's links to what you can buy and like my favorite things, kind of like Oprah's favorite things, but it's like B Noel's favorite things. Does it actually say B Noel's favorite things? Because that would be pretty cool. <laughs> so it actually says like, I don't know, seven gifts for the fitness lover in your life. Something like that. I should have called it for the world's favorite. Next year. Next year will be my favorite thing, guys. I'm going to call it. I'm going to tell everybody out there. Any fans out there, any listeners, if you want to get me a fitness gift, get me a weight vest. I'm oh, just saying. Okay. I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. And I've got a specific I'm gonna weight say, vest. I'm going to say, Anyone that follows me knows that I love knee-high socks, and I love seeing what people think is, like, a fun sock. So feel free. Like, those. Over. I've seen your socks. Are you gonna do now? I, I gotta ask that. you this. I gotta ask you this. Are you gonna do your own socks? Because I think that would be so cool if you did your own I specific. Thought socks. about it. I just have to figure out kind of what it would be because the thing is, I'm very eclectic. I like a lot of things, so I feel like I would have to have like a thought for the socks. Like you know, this is my special exclusive design socks. Like I couldn't just have one pair. Like I want people to be like, I've got. 20 exclusive B-Noel socks. It's in, it's in the car. I just have to figure out, you know, who the manufacturer would be to partner with. And I feel like I'd want my own line within someone else's thought company. Kind of like how, you know, you've got like Fenty Beauty is like part of another line. Right. Do that. that sounds awesome. So, I mean, if I you guys, it. you know, want it, let me know. Yeah, definitely hit us up. You all know where to reach us at daylightfit13 at gmail.com or you can hit us up on the new website i'm sorry am i saying it again the new website which is <laughs> www.daylightfitpodcast.com oh wait um that was a shameless plug as always we have Brittany noel thank you so much for coming by and dropping the jewels with us we appreciate you greatly and we're out all right bye guys until next time i did you adieu really adieu is it Della Fit Podcast. 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. That was the amazing, stunning, and always all around awesome Miss Brittany Noel. Thank you for joining us on the Dropping the Jewels segment of the Della Fit Podcast. It has been so long. Uh, again, not by any fault of her own, just the fact of just being busy the holiday season and just in general being a professional. And I am so pleased that she was able to uh, come back and uh, and is consistently able to come back. She she always makes herself available for the show for you all out there. And we have so much fun when she's on the show. It's so awesome. Um, Shout out to all of our guests who are on the show today. Shout out to Matt Ward. Shout out to Brittany Noel. And shout out to you, the listeners. We appreciate you immensely. Without you, there is no show. Um, It's been six months since we started this podcast. And I just want to say that it has been an awesome... Oh, Instagram post. It has been an awesome uh, experience. I have got to talk to some of the most wonderful... Uh, intelligent, uh, passionate people about what it is that they are trying to do uh, for the human race, uh, trying to help them in all 360 degrees of health and holistic fitness. Uh, I like to talk to passionate people. I've said that before. I like talking to people who are about something. It is so much fun 
and so interesting to talk to people about something that is relevant and progressive than to talk to people about things that bring us down. I feel like there's a lot of that. There's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of hatred. Um, We're not about that. You know, try to build each other up and try to propel each other to the next level. That's what we're about here. Each one teach one, progression, and the village as a whole. So it is always awesome to sit down and be able to talk to people. Uh want to say happy holidays to everybody out there. Um, it Next week will be uh, Christmas for some. Um, I am Moorish, so I will not be celebrating until January the 8th, the birthday of the prophet. Uh, and, you know, it. but shout out to all my friends out there who are... Um, going to be celebrating you know uh shout out to everybody out there who's celebrating all of your holidays you know if they fall around this time and you know whether it's your birthday or whatever whatever holiday you are celebrating whatever moment you are celebrating enjoy it please enjoy it with your family with the ones you love with the people that you care about the most because those are the people that mean the most the most underutilized resource in the world for positive progression is human beings in my opinion and we don't spend enough time trying to propel each other to be the best that we can be I think a lot of times we're taught to take from one another and misuse and manipulate one another for our own selfish gain and that's not in my opinion how the world should work we should have a bigger respect for each other. It doesn't mean we're not going to get upset. doesn't mean we're not going to fight. doesn't mean we're not going to yell. doesn't mean we're not going to say things that sometimes hurt one another. That's just not how the world works. That's not how life works. Um, it's a balance. It's a duality. I've always spoken earlier about how we are mistaught in my belief that you know human beings aren't perfect because we make mistakes. That is the utmost under truth it is the mis is the manipulation in my belief of humanity because how do you continue to grow if there's nothing changing how do you continue to progress if there's nothing changing the human mind the human spirit the human body all of that needs growth for us to learn for us to connect to that one unit that mega unit that ultimate connection internet wi-fi connection in the sky (laughs) you know we need that you know so it is i think a disservice to humanity when we say that humans aren't perfect or you know we can't be perfect we are perfect we're perfect because we make those mistakes which allow us to make the decision to get better to progress and to propel ourselves further uh so my little quick uh conversation i kind of got off my little uh thing that I was saying but just basically want to say I hope everybody enjoys the holidays spend it with people you love if not spend it doing something that you will feel good about like Matt Ward said you know spend time collecting experiences positive experiences this podcast for me it's an it's <laughs> it's an abundant source of positive 
or I should say learning experiences, some positive, some negative, but a lot of them majorly positive because they help me. It helps me to grow as a person. So the majority of it positive. Please spend more time collecting experiences and also realize that those experiences that you're collecting, don't be selfish about them. Don't be irresponsible about them. Understand that some of us, you don't have the option of just making decisions uh, on your own. You know, understand that all your decisions have to, you know, they some might connect to others. So try to think about that responsibly. In other terms, I'm going to get ready to end this podcast. I just want to say shout out to everyone out there. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, topics, please contact us at dayla 13 at gmail.com. Also, you can contact us at our contact uh, 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 menu at, at our website, which is www.daylifefitpodcast.com. We are also on Facebook at with it you guessed it, De La Fit Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at day underscore la underscore fit podcast. It's funny, I always mess that one up. Um as always, thank you so much. Treat each other the best that you can. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and be the best that you are. Not anyone else says you are. Be happy with yourself. And if you don't know how to be happy with yourself, look for the the sources that can help you find out who you are, what you're about, so that you can feel comfortable in your own skin. Thank you for tuning into the Dela Fit Podcast. Peace. You've been listening to the Dela Fit Podcast. Ta-ta for now.